0: Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at
1: 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it's your turn to hit it! yee Welcome, it's Dave's Corner Garage, coming to you live and somewhat clear. I feel uh, a little bit intimidated doing that this morning. I got an OPP guy sitting <laughs> well, right beside me, I'm going to get a ticket for making too much noise. <laughs> got your windows down? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't have tent on those windows.
1: Well, obviously, you know that Kerry Schmidt is with us this morning, and it's a pleasure to have him. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh, right, uh, he's going down to the car show after this, right?
2: Yeah, I've been there yesterday already. It's been a busy week setting up, and uh, man, it's been crazy yesterday. It's going to be an awesome How many hours you put in? Uh, it was about a 14-hour day yesterday, I think. Oh, well, overtime uh, was good. Yeah, I wish. No, no, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No,
1: I... Uh, right. uh, our, our insurance expert, Fred Francesco, is going to call in because of the latest news item, which means insurance companies are making an absolute fortune. Get
0: jammed. Apparently, jammed. we've
1: overpaid $12 billion in the last uh, 15 years. And they're wondering why, if accidents are going down, why is our insurance rates going up? Freddie's going to have some answers for us. And Susan goose pasta Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, That's not bad for you. <laughs> okay, she is actually the dealer principal for Mississauga Toyota and she's also the head of the auto show and she's going to tell us what's going on at the auto show this weekend. Obviously, it's on for the next, I think, what, 14, 15 14 days? days, exactly. Yeah, 14 days. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're always looking forward to your questions so if you want to ask the cop about something that you did wrong, right, or want oh, to do, yeah, uh, this no. might be the, uh, the place where you can do that. And remember, you can go to Facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage if you want to see what we look like. But we make are sure, you, make yeah.
3: sure you put that bowl of Cheerios down before you <laughs> use Cheerios, your phone.
0: Ray. You're having Bailey's and coffee this morning, aren't you? I am.
3: A little there, tired right. from Valentine's oh. Day last night? Well, I, I hope I don't have to walk the straight line after
1: <laughs> Oh, <this>. that's true.
0: <laughs> we might make you do the test here. And we have a bunch of questions that people have written in yes. uh, yesterday and some this morning for... Uh, I'm OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt So All we'll right. get to those uh, well, later on Go on a hot seat uh, Well, we can warm it up for you <laughs> Dave, you want to
1: Yeah, I was going to say I can work on overtime for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Talk to my boss <laughs> Nobody's going to do a 14-hour day Anyways, we'll be right back with uh, Kerry We're going to ask some questions And a lot of them on our emails already are here But if you want to call in Then listen for the number and do it And you can watch us on Facebook yes. And see what
0: kind of pretty faces we are i well, they so get carried away. And also, any car care questions you may have, because Dave and Al together have a century of experience, good or bad. Well, One year at a time. Yeah. Which
1: <laughs> way do you turn the crank, clockwise or counterclockwise? You, any you put the wrench on and twist the start, or the nut comes right off. <laughs> yes, and once is. again, we're
3: off the road,
1: Dave. We'll
0: right. be right back. What is that? A star on my car and one on my chest A gun on my hip and the right to arrest. Nice. I'm the guy who's a boss <laughs> on this highway. So watch out what you're doing when you're driving my way.
2: If you break
0: the law, you'll
2: hear
1: from me. I
2: know I'm a working for the state. I'm the highway patrol. Da, 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 da.
1: Oh, he knows the sound. Well, he knows the sound. <laughs> hey, hey, that's on
2: my favorites list. I crank it up every time I hit the road.
1: Alrighty, uh Carrie just with Smith. Carrie's with Smith. Is with... Carries with Schmidt. Yep. <laughs> that guy. He's with us, uh, Terry, high-end vehicles. Apparently, there is a plague on high-end vehicles being swiped uh, off your driveway.
2: Well, good thing I don't have one of those, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not uh, worried about that myself. But, uh, yeah, you know, do we are seeing a lot of uh, high-end vehicles. Uh, cars being stolen, and they're being stolen right under the noses of their owners. Uh, they are on their driveways, and they can come up, and they can uh, snag these vehicles in seconds sometimes, even with uh, keyless and securities yes. and fobs. They have uh, ways to uh, hijack these vehicles, clone these fobs, clone these uh, security uh, systems, and be able to uh, unlock the car and drive it away. We're no longer back in the day when you str- scratch those two wires together and punch the ignition, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the the Dukes of Hazzard days when they when they would steal a car. It's not happening. These are. Beautiful cars, and they are going out just like they think it's an owner. No,
3: and that's the problem with technology. You yeah. know, as 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 more complicated as it gets, and the. Uh
2: it, it makes it that much easier to steal the car. You, I thought that we had the problem solved with all these uh, security systems and so on. But, again, thieves have a way of figuring it out. So to protect yourselves, you need to obviously think about what you're doing, where you're parking your vehicle, where do you leave your keys. Uh, if they're close to the front door, if they're hanging on the hook right outside the door, there's a way that uh, uh, thieves can come in and they can just scan and get the frequencies off of these fobs. And uh, and clone them. Remember, a couple of weeks ago, we had a woman called in. She had a two year
0: old, uh, two year old,
2: not a two year old.
0: She had a two thousand and fifteen white Lexus. Mm. Remember, she called in yeah, and she said was like- she was shopping, mm-hmm. came back, car was gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and she didn't know. I think the gist of it: she didn't know what she could do next. Does she go to the manufacturer? Should she go to the police? How, do, how would somebody go about that if their car was stolen when they come back from
2: wherever? Yeah, where do you put your groceries now? So, yeah, call the police, uh, find out what's going on. You know, we've seen reports where all of a sudden there's a, a dozen Lexuses stolen down a single street. They just go down, it's a machine, and they will they will grab every car uh, of high-end values in, an, in a neighborhood. And, and they may be going for certain specific brands, and these vehicles, they may be ending up in a container Heading yeah, yeah. overseas. Well, gonna, uh, you know, if you're going to go to
3: jail for stealing a car, you might as well steal the fanciest car they got.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know what's going on. There's there's money being made. There's organized crime happening. There's mm. people out there that are you know doing things that are making lives. Uh, miserable for us. All right, us. so let's back up. We don't we don't leave our keys hanging inside the, the front door. If there's a way to keep them in a, a secured lockbox that mm-hmm. uh, does not allow the radio frequencies to come out, you know, it's one of those, put them in a tin box, put them in a coffee tray, or put them in uh, something that uh, will kind of insulate the uh, radio transmission, the frequencies uh, from these uh, devices.
3: And what about the old mechanical ways? You know, they used to have the, the claw on the car. Do you think that's going to stop anybody or slow Do you down? you know what?
2: If I still see the odd car with uh, the club or the claw the club, or whatever yeah, they call the club, these yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, on wow. cars. I don't see it too often, but it's, it's certainly not without exception. So, you know, that's obviously going to make it difficult for someone to uh, get in there easily and start steering, but uh, again, if they have a way of punching those locks with with uh, bolt cutters, uh, you can actually sometimes uh, cut through these things. Now, too.
1: they cut the steering wheel, they don't even cut the lock.
2: know yeah. <laughs> no, no, exactly, but you know, I mean, for example, like you say, if they're
3: walking down the street they're going to look at the ones that are the easiest ones yeah. to take first. low-hanging
2: fruit. They're yeah. going to take the easy cars that are, that are going out. It's not just, you know, there's been some times where it's been a certain brand, a certain vehicle description that's been easy to punch ignitions, mm-hmm. easy to get in, easy to uh, hotwire. What's the name for yeah, getting yeah. these vehicles going?
0: You know, there was a story that came across the wire a couple a couple of days ago out of Dallas. Mm-hmm. And the guys, there was a syndicate of about 20 guys who were using drones to key into certain districts in Dallas, and that's how they were getting the cars. Right flying over in. neighborhoods and going that one, that one, and that one. Wow! Boom! Yeah. Scary. Now,
1: a steering wheel still locking, or is it just uh, push button start?
0: Well, they
3: they still lock, but uh, but once it's been activated, it unlocks. It unlocks, for it sure. unlocks right yeah. away. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. You it's not like cart- old mechanical way. So and once it's overseas, it's gone. You never see it again. Yeah,
2: you'll never see it. You know, it's not going to be fascinating. You know, it's not just chop shops or whatever that are cutting these cars up. They're selling them to uh, brand name uh, people overseas that are paying top dollar for yes. these. Vehicles.
3: and I'm sure that's going to link into what we're going to talk about afterwards with Freddie. You know, because these high end cars are stolen. Right. Uh, who has to pay? We pay. Mm-hmm. You know, insurance companies have to pay out for all these.
1: Well it's hundred thousand dollar cars, you know, it's it goes fast. <laughs> so you have a thing called Chilton? It is that your it's multi jurisdictional joint forces operation led by Ontario Provincial Police and Organized Crime Bureau uh, in eastern regions. So you've got a, a
2: yeah we have uh, auto theft crews and, and groups out there doing all kinds of work which is uh, which is great joint forces trying to you know share intelligence share information uh, across police services if there's uh, information if we can understand of uh, maybe a group of people going around from communities to communities uh, stealing vehicles you know working together collaboratively but we need the public uh, eyes and ears out there as well If you help. see someone suspicious you've got to call police and just and, and call these people out see if they actually belong in your neighborhood they may actually be those thieves you're trying to get rid of.
0: And it's the time right now, if you got a question for, uh, Officer Schmidt, to give us a call. And we got a couple of questions that have been written in on facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. And one of them is going to do with, uh, Move Over. Is that what it's called? Move over. Over. Move over. Over. Or, as Al says, here's the bird. Uh, (laughs) No, that's get the F out of the way. Oh, I thought it was was a different kind of emoji. (laughs) Ah. So we welcome your calls. We're here right through to the entire hour. And more stuff coming up uh, as far as the auto show. We're going to be there live on Family Day. Yeah. From 1 until 2. And uh, Al and I are going to shave and have some new shirts. we
1: got some swag. Great swag.
0: Yeah. So... Lots of stuff going on. We need you to be part of the show, so give us a call or write in. This is Dave's Corner Garage with Allen, Officer Carrie Schmidt, and Dave Redinger. Back no, in a not. second. Don't go away. I wonder if we could hear that uh, sheriff song again.
1: <laughs> That'd be kind of
0: good, wouldn't it? Yeah, Junior a... Brown
1: was the guy's name.
0: There's Al, and there's Schmidt. i got Gary a star Schmidt. on my chest. I, I hope it's that's the only place you got it there, boy. Convoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I've heard other things with your emotions, but that's another, another day. Dave, over to you.
1: Alrighty, My name's Dave Redinger. I'm with Gary Schmidt from the OPP. Happy to be here. And Alan Gelman from, from the audience is here, too. Steve. See? <laughs> okay, the question is, move over law. Wow. So you got a guy pulled over the side of the road for one reason or another. Yeah. Usually because he needs help.
2: Well, you know, it's not just uh, for enforcement actions. If you're involved in a car crash, if you're, if you have a broken down vehicle, have flat tire, you got a tow truck pulled up uh, in front ready to hook them up, or an officer there providing some assistance. When you see those lights flashing, you've got to slow down, you've got to move over. I was at a crash last week where an officer was responding to a vehicle that had spun out into the wall on the 401. The vehicle was disabled. It was slippery and icy and dangerous. Officer got to the they had their emergency lights flashing well visible for everybody to see and cars came smoking up from behind and uh, did not move or did not realize how dangerous the situation was slammed into the back of that police vehicle the officer went to the hospital was treated and released he's off duty right now recovering from his injuries uh and uh, you know that's just one of many we have so many car crashes where officers are getting Injured or getting hit, or their vehicles are getting written off. We had a tow truck uh, get uh, struck, and the tow operator was killed. Uh, this was just uh, as yep. uh, this. That's uh, right, the, yeah. the hey winter started back in October, and it was so oh, dangerous. Uh, and uh, and drivers going way. People too just fast. don't get it. Like no. if there's a but siren I, going, but move I've over. Seen, but
3: I've seen people freak out too, where they're just you know they're so scared they 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 don't realize that they have to get out of the way. Yeah. You know, where all of a sudden there's a thing behind them. And you have to be cognizant of what's in front of you. In other words, if if you're three across and you're blocking traffic, you have to move your car... You know, like I say, they're scared that because they hear the siren that I better not move. But in fact, it's your responsibility to get out of the way, to to let that emergency vehicle go by.
2: Yeah, well, that's a different story when vehicles are actually, emergency vehicles are approaching from behind. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, turn to the right and let them go by. But when they're stopped on the side of the road, then it also includes tow trucks. And you need to actually, the first and foremost is slow down. Slow down as you approach, be prepared to stop if needed, and then move into an adjacent lane if there's one available.
1: You know, I was... Just thinking, you know, when, when you do your driver's test, yeah, they should actually have an area of the 401 where they can stand, yeah, and watch the cars go by and realize what 80 miles an hour is like. <laughs> do you know you what? Know, it's, my my car
2: will shake as uh, cars are going by me yes. at highway speed, and it's intimidating. And if there's any young drivers or new drivers out there, they don't realize what it what it's like to have that kind of stress or anxiety. Yes, and how are they going to react or, or initially?
1: Interesting stuff. Okay, second question. We're talking 400 dangerous drivers were taken off the road in 2019. Cool. 2020. 2020
2: already already. already 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 oh, in, fir- right. in the first 40 days of uh, January 400 already. 400 like we're taking about 10 cars and that's just in the Toronto area that doesn't include all the other enforcement actions that are going on all across the so province so what's
1: dangerous driving so d-
2: dangerous driving stunt driving street racing uh, speeding excessive speed a lot of them are drivers going 50 kilometers or more over the speed limit yeah uh, that's an automatic stunt driving street racing uh, offense and that it results in an automatic seven-day license suspension, a mm. seven-day vehicle impound. Uh, you're going home on a tow truck, and uh, you've got uh, penalties to answer to a judge when it goes to court. Uh, penalties can go up to ten thousand dollars. Whoa! Uh, wow. You know this is demerit this is points serious. too. Absolutely, yeah, huge yeah. demerit points. And uh, and the the problem is that uh, drivers don't think that what they're doing is maybe dangerous or or. Uh, or uh, concerning for other motors because you're sharing the road with drivers who may be going 80 and now you coming across them doing 150, 160. We've had cars going 250, 230. Yep. Uh, wow. Unbelievable Don't seats. you find There's as a video, well, though, that more
0: and more people are just driving aggressively, period? Yeah, well, yeah. Everybody's in such a
2: bloody hurry. Yeah, and you know what? And if you're driving the left lane and you're driving the speed limit and cars are passing you on the inside, yeah. it's because they're frustrated. You didn't move over. So you're the problem. The guy Ow. in the left lane Ow. is the problem. I'm so, the right... I'm I'm the right the right lane yeah. pass. Yeah. Or, or one of the problems. It's yeah, uh, well, you know, shared, but...
3: Like they say, if
1: there's a line of cars behind you and none in front of you,
2: yeah. move over. Exactly. If yeah. you're
1: driving a smart car, you're not passing anybody.
0: <laughs> We've got a bunch of calls to get to, so please be patient if you're waiting on the line. We will get you that. And coming up next, we're going to talk about why insurance rates are going through the roof. Through the roof. Whether it's a sunroof or anything Who knows like that? that? Who knows that? Who knows that? A guy named uh, Fred. Uh, Fred's not here, man. <laughs> Fred Francesco <laughs> Fred from... will be here. He'll be coming up. Dave's Corner Garage will be back right after this. <laughs> Girl, okay. Boy, Al. Well, <laughs> go no yeah, way Al's going to do it. Just oh. wait.
4: Please. I'm waiting. Uh,
3: this is Stage Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman. Sitting beside me are the road crew that throw me under the bus on a regular occasion. We have Steve and we have Dave. Yep. And we've got Officer Kerry Schmidt no, here. I'm not well. throwing you under
0: the bus. Come no, on. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay. I'm a good guy. You're Come the on.
3: guy stopping traffic so nobody runs me over. Yeah. This I is so that. Al's
0: wife won't write in saying, Would you guys shut up and let my husband talk? <laughs> okay,
3: on the phone, we have Fred DiFrancesco. Fred, he is uh, an insurance man in his whole life. He, he actually is a teacher as well. Correct, Fred? I am. There you go, Fred. We were talking earlier about high-end car theft, and and maybe that's one of the reasons that car insurance is so high. But but you're an inside guy. You know the poop. What can you tell us?
5: Well, many automobile thefts. I, I'm sure I'm sure Kerry will back me up on this. Many auto thefts, uh, uh, the autos are recovered a day, two days, three days later. Uh, many of them, of course, end up in containers and uh, and overseas. But, you know, there are many other reasons uh, as to why we're seeing uh, rates skyrocket today. Uh, in part, it's uh, it's claims. In another part, it's the fault of the insurance companies. I mean, look, uh, parts are no longer uh, the simple parts of yesterday. Parts today include sensors, computers, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, a simple headlight assembly used to cost, what, a couple hundred bucks at one time? And now we're looking at them at, uh, you know, an average of $1,500.
3: Well, exactly. Uh, I mean, don't forget, in the old days, you know, you, you did a bumper and a gray. And a little bit of paint, and that was a thousand bucks. But now, when you do that, you're, you're setting off three airbags, possibly.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Well, and then and, and, and taking apart the whole front end of the vehicle.
3: There you go. So you now know. you've gone from 1,000 to 10,000 just overnight.
5: Yeah, so the physical damage to, the v- to vehicles themselves, of course, that has skyrocketed. And, of course, li- uh, lawsuits are skyrocketing as well, where at one time you sued for your physical physical injuries and a little bit of pain and sufferings. Now you, you've got psychological injuries mixed uh, uh, into the mix as well. I mean, if you look at a statement of claim today coming in, I mean, it's getting very, very creative. Creative. And uh, there's also part of the policy, one as the accident benefits that I'm sure you guys are aware of, it's it's the true no-fault section of your policy, which has been, remains, a section of medical entitlements, even though you're responsible in the accident. Uh, and on top of uh, these pure claim costs that I'm talking about, uh, you also have a very expensive underwriting process. In other words, to process that piece of paper for you, Uh And that's attached to underwriting, and the insurance companies are to blame for this. Yeah,
3: but Fred, you're you know, but they talking about this has been the the highest profits they've ever made in the last
5: couple of years. I don't eh? disagree. I don't disagree. But here I'll put it in a nutshell. I think over the past fifteen years we've let the colonel babysit the bat, the pet chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> we've, uh, uh, when insurance companies or when governments are looking for changes and what have you, I mean, who do they go to? They go to the legal profession. They go to the health care providers. They go to the auto uh, repair industry. They go to the insurance industry. I mean, look who they're asking. They're asking people that have an interest in the policy. What do you think they're going to tell you? Do you think the legal profession is going to come around and say, well, geez, we don't want to, we don't want to see lawsuits anymore? Or the health care providers saying, well, geez, we're going to get rid of physiotherapy. Well, that's just not going to happen. So what has happened here is over the past 30 years, guys, we have a policy that is broken. And quite frankly, there's no government today or tomorrow that's going to do anything to reduce your premiums significantly.
1: They said they were going to try.
5: Well, mm. remember last government? They were mm. going to reduce premiums by what, 15%?
1: Yeah, they reduced coverage.
5: Yeah, well, no, my question was 15% for what date? <laughs> yeah. and, and, of course, you know, uh, they eventually started reducing premiums about two years after the premiums have gone up about 20 or 25 percent.
0: Freddie, how much does population have to do with the increase in rates?
5: Well, the, you know, w- when you have a high-density area, Steve, uh, obviously you're going to have a, a greater frequency of claims within that area. But I know you're going to get down to the postal code situation, and, and people uh, have totally lost sight of why the postal code rating came in. Uh, many many years ago and i was there at the time when this happened i believe we had the harris government in place at the time Ooh. it was because we had pockets in the gta areas in the gta that were staging accidents and the reason why the postal code rating came into place was to pinpoint these specific areas that were staging accidents and of course we had a very lucrative accident benefits section of the policy at the time where people were just basically raping it. It was, it was, it was a, a social program. I mean, people were set for life if they were injured on, uh, on that particular policy at the time. So that, is, that was the introduction of postal code rating. Then, of course, it spread everywhere else. And I have no idea where it is now, but uh, uh, I don't think it's fair personally. Uh, But uh, the only solution to all this, guys, is it takes courage to do this and it takes expertise to do this. And there's nothing out there right now that has... Well,
2: we need vehicles price. to be insured as well, because uh, we get plenty of vehicles and drivers out there driving without insurance already. They're getting charged, and yet they continue to drive and drive and drive. And it. sometimes it's just because they're willing to take the chance of uh, operating a vehicle without insurance, hoping they're not going to get stopped or hopefully they're not going to What about the all these
1: electric bicycles? You know, like they have the electric bicycles. Do you know,
2: yeah, there's new uh, legislation coming out with e-scooters and all kinds... There's all kinds of new configurations of yes. vehicles where people can be riding around Oh, the e-scooters, right? Yeah. And they have the flags on there. You know, a lot of them are vets. Yeah and they're really nice on I always thought the
1: guys on electric motorcycles are DWIs you know like <laughs> Do you
2: know what a <laughs> Well, I don't want to say a lot of them. Are, no, they're not. But but you know what? There's there's a lot of different provisions. I see people driving uh, vehicles that aren't cons- defined as a vehicle when they're suspended or disqualified because of uh, what what this vehicle category is. So you can yes. drive a tractor even when your license is suspended. because is that it's not, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not giving you all kinds of back back tips here. But those. <laughs> Freddy, what about you
1: know, bicycles and stuff? They're not insured.
5: Well, yeah, but you know, guys, you take an electric bicycle and what have you, and then uh, the, the life of your home or condominium or tenants package policy is going to extend to protect you there but look at the other problems we have today we have cyclists running into people yes we have the e-bikes running into people well it's not mandatory that these people carry home insurance
1: mm-hmm.
5: and you know a bike can cause a lot of damage if it's moving quite quickly and it runs into a, a child or a person what have you
1: you told me a story once where a bike ran into a parked car And the guy was sleeping in his house, and he was charged. His insurance company paid for all the damages.
5: Listen, you hear of everything out there. If something's going to be challenged, and it's going to cost too much to challenge it, sometimes you'll have an insurance company, a good claims adjuster, that'll say, look, here's the money, go away. It's cheaper to do it this way. But, guys, we have a broken automobile policy in the province of Ontario. It's going to take courage and expertise to change this policy dramatically. And if that's not going to happen, you're not going to see reduced automobile premiums in at least the near future. I think they're
3: just riding it out until the autonomous cars come in, because you see, once the autonomous cars come in, 90% of your collisions won't,
5: be, won't happen anymore. Well, that's, I, yeah. I, you see, I don't agree with you, because now instead of auto insurance, it's going to come down to products liability insurance a car fails, who are you going to sue? You're going to sue the manufacturer. Well, that's a product's liability claim. And
1: that'll take a while.
5: <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Freddie, no thank kidding. you so much. we got to run. Okay, guys. Great talking to you. Thank, thank you. you too. Okay, bye-bye now.
1: Interesting stuff. Uh, we have a quick question to go to. Um, uh, Gord is on the phone, is it? Yes. Gord's on the phone and preventing <laughs> stolen vehicles. Gord, you have an idea?
5: Uh, well, no, I have an de- idea. I have it myself. Is On my vehicle, I have a dash cam front and rear, plus with a, it will notify me if there's any movement in the vehicle, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it will come to my phone. I can watch it. Plus, I have an insurance company that wouldn't insure it unless I had GPS.
2: Was well, that right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, there's lots of great technology out there, and I can tell you from uh, OPP's perspective, we get a ton of dash cam uh, from crashes and from driving complaints, and it is invaluable for us. I saw a dash cam just yesterday with a vehicle going the wrong way headlong into traffic. I'm I'm shocked and amazed that no one was killed in this in this incident, but uh, capturing it on video really paints a whole other picture. Uh, I know I saw another vehicle a dash cam with uh, ice coming off another vehicle, and that dash cam captured the vehicle where it came from. So we're following up on that as well. Is
0: there any fine that uh, is now in place for people who refuse to clean off their car with snow? Well And you're going up the highway and you get this chunk of snow coming at you. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: it's so far, especially the day or two after a yeah. snowstorm, when the snow is kind of settled, compacted, Ow. frozen, and, and oh yeah, we got some problem <laughs> problem kids here. Uh, but you know, it comes <laughs> off so quickly, and you have no idea which way it's going to flutter into. the. Uh, there is no specific offense that says, snow on vehicle, fail to clean off. But if the uh, snow is covering your windshield, doesn't give you a 360 view, covering your lights, uh, or if the vehicle is downright dangerous, you know, there's. we'll stop and make it right, but there's no ticket for it right now. Well, right,
3: and sometimes it's difficult. I mean, if you're, it's an SUV and the person driving the car is not even five feet tall, how mm-hmm. do they get to the top of the thing to clean it up? I understand.
2: First place? Yeah, even transport trucks. You can't get up on top of a tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, workplace safety, you need to... You need to be safe in you know, climbing and working at heights. But uh, we still need people to uh, think about their vehicles. Want to squeeze okay. in one more call? Yeah, Quickly. let's get,
1: talk to Robert uh, from Toronto. He's got a key fob problem. Robert, good morning. Good morning. Good. <clears throat> Quickly tell us your issue.
4: My issue? I'm, I'm old.
1: That's oh, uh, with all of us here. Well, okay. thanks for calling. we got to move <laughs> Okay, on. i to
4: yeah. go five, six weeks. <laughs> Hurry up,
1: Rob. we got about a half a minute, buddy.
4: Okay, I got a key fob. A 2012 Toyota Avalon. One works, one doesn't. Uh, when you press the button, the red light goes on, indicating the battery's good. Change the battery. Uh, then I go online, and it takes you takes me half an hour, but it says 20 seconds. You, you know how it goes. You put your key in to turn it on and off, and you pull yeah. it out. You open the door five times, close it, put the key in, do all this n- nonsense, and then you take your fob that you want to be programmed and. Uh, a lock and unlock the door and it's supposed to be programmed well that doesn't happen because you don't have enough time and it doesn't seem to go for the system uh, is there um, any quick remedy i mean you go to a dealer and pay a hundred bucks did you check youtube no i did that's what i got it off that's
1: what you got it off
3: otherwise you know what to do is is look under locksmith in the yellow pages or google it and there are specific guys that that deal
0: directly with automotive issues yes. um and they can reprogram it for a lot less money Great. Thank you very much for your call. And Everybody that's hanging on right now, we'll get to you before the hour, so be patient.
1: Okay. And when, um, when we come back off our break.
0: Yes. I want to see, yeah, I want to hear this slowly. Do it slowly, Dave. I won't hurt you. Gubasta. Yes. Susan Gubasta, <laughs> president of the Auto Show, is going to be coming up next, <laughs> along with Kerry Schmidt from the OPP and Alan Gelman.
1: That's a tough name.
0: What, Alan Gelman? Didn't <laughs> <laughs> see that one coming. Little humor there. <laughs> Very well. Sometimes
3: it's. Are you, Mister Gelman? Uh, no,
0: not Gelman. You don't, don't look know. like a gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> walk like a gentleman.
3: This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're having too much fun, but we'll be going to stop now, and we'll be back in just a minute.
0: If it walks like a duck. It could be a, a, a gentleman sh- or a sheriff. <laughs> What's that sheriff song again? Come on, I'm but David. You, can go you got
1: it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. See you in a minute. <laughs>
0: We are back to Dave's Corner Garage, and don't forget, on Monday, Family Day, we will be down there yep. doing our town hall panel, and we've got a great list of people that you can come by. Tons of swag to be given away, and uh, Al and I will be down there, and... Uh Carrie, you can uh, drop by
2: if you get a Absolutely. chance to come up for I, air. I'm once doing in a while. live stages there every day, two o'clock. Come by and visit us. Elmer the elephant, bring him down. Yeah, he was, he was there yesterday, or here, he her, well, or her. It's sure a new world. She, it's all inclusive know. with Elmer. Yeah, they was there.
0: Ah! <laughs> all right, we're gonna go to the phone right now. And uh, here is Susan Gabasta, who is the president of the CIS. Dave, over to you.
1: Good morning, Susan. How are you? I'm great, thank you, and how are you this morning? Good. You had women's driven, well, I blew that one, Women driven events. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's interesting, 80 to 90% of the buying decisions involve women, and we- Yes, they do. Us dumb guys don't know that.
4: (laughs) Well, or we just, you know, we're not sometimes paying attention, but we do influence a lot that goes on in the purchasing decisions of the households and- Cars being one of the biggest purchases, uh, it's very important yes. that uh, we get our say and, and that we understand what they're all about. Uh, it's really, really important. So um, I just want to say one thing. Thanks very much for having me on again this morning. The auto show opened up yesterday, and we just want everybody to come down and check it out. There's a lot going on down here, and it's very exciting.
1: It's actually the the premier show, actually, in Canada. I mean, there's one in Montreal. I think there's one in Calgary. But, but this one is the premium show of, of the event.
4: Of automotive and it is the largest consumer show in Canada
1: I'm always amazed you know it started in 80 in 74 it started mm-hmm. up at the airport and yep. it, by the dealers and the idea was that we could get everybody in one room and we actually sold cars there my dad that's sold right. 36 Hondas at the auto show in 74 wow
4: that's amazing <laughs> well we changed good. a bit now Just so, a bit.
1: can you still buy a car at the auto show
4: no, you can't buy a car anymore at the auto show, but it's a great, it's that one stop shop where you can see absolutely everything. Uh, whether you're in market or not, there's so much to see when, you know, we talk about transformative time. Just it's, it's, it's a changed world and this is the best place to understand the vehicles and the technology and what we're doing, what the government is doing with infrastructure and electric vehicles. It's, it's just so much fun. And there's something for everybody. You know it's what? I was going to bring a again.
3: bring a bring truck with fifteen million dollars and try to buy that Bugatti, but apparently they want sixteen for it.
4: It's not enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they yeah. throw in an oil change, so it's good. <laughs> and
3: was that
4: Canadian yeah. or American? It is Canadian, converted to it's, it's over $16 million Canadian. I asked them if they, if I could drive it, and they just looked at me. Susan, we have a lot <laughs> of people who've, who've got,
0: uh, you know, grandkids or just family members. What's going on on Family Day in particular that they can uh, check out on Monday?
4: Um, you know, we've got some uh, vehicles here from uh, Disney, so I think that would be really great. We've got a lot of swag to give away. There's lots of opportunity for the kids to get in the cars and get them excited because they're our future. So um, we need to make sure that the parents are including the kids. I have my son down here with two of his buddies, and they're having a great time. They're, they're just running around. and Well, they're a little older, so it's good. They're 13, so hey. uh, they're, not, they're on their own, but they're being responsible. I said make good choices. Do you, find a, a do
3: you find that the new drivers specifically may be looking at new cars, in other words, electric rather than a gas car?
4: It's in consideration. You know, they're, the families um, in general, uh, consumers right now, are really interested and hot about electric vehicles. Um, But, you know, it takes time for us to shift um, for consumers to open up to uh, other types of vehicles and other types of powertrains. And, you know, when we talk about electric vehicles, it's not just about an all-electric vehicle, a.k.a. Tesla's been in the marketplace most Mm -hmm. of the time. There's also hybrids. That's an electric vehicle. There's the hybrid plug-in. That's considered an electric vehicle. So you know what? Coming down here, you get to learn all these things because I think sometimes there's um, confusion from the consumer mm-hmm. um, about what does electric mean. So when you come here, you get to see all the different uh, very uh, variations in uh, what's co- what's coming down the pipe in the future.
3: And you're also giving the people the opportunity to drive these cars.
4: Yes, we have 18 electric vehicles that you can come down and check out and drive, so that way, again... You know, I always say bums in seat at my dealership. Don't (laughs) buy a car unless you've actually put your bum in a seat and driven the car. Because does the car fit you? you like the, cars, you the like car does the car fit you that's
1: exactly right
2: well, well Susan yeah. we met on Thursday a little bit and here with the OPP we got a bunch of vehicles yes. there we're really happy to be back and cars with lights on the roofs are pretty cool and you can put your bum in the front seat or the back seat of a police car and I can tell you there have been so many families coming through already uh, yesterday saying this is the highlight of the day and they're having so much fun getting everybody arrested and throwing them in the back of the vehicle yeah. so right? uh, you gotta so cool. got come army by
4: vehicles? yes these exactly these, lots of fun these these things tanks, these <laughs> tanks are unbelievable they're so cool. I don't know how these guys fit in them, mind you, but uh, yeah, lots to see. <laughs> they
0: breathe in really slowly. <laughs> you know what? Right?
1: Family Day is the biggest day that they have. I mean, remember, yeah, remember last year they is. actually were thinking of closing the doors because they had so many wow. people. Yeah.
4: We were busting at the seams, but that's a good problem to have.
1: Yes, it is. It's a great show, yeah. It's and it's gets you out of the cold, and you get to watch. It walk. does. Yeah. It's a great yeah, show.
4: for sure. Thanks for joining yeah. us, Susan. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. We look forward to seeing everybody down at the auto show. Come visit.
1: There
3: you go. We'll it's... be there on Monday.
4: All right. I will. I'll see okay. You there. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.
1: All righty. So when we come back, we'll be taking your phone calls. And uh, if you have any calls for Officer Kerry. Uh, Schmidt. You, know, you don't call him that off air. The fuzz. <laughs> what, a, what am I? Yeah, but what do
0: you call? What do you call Al out yeah, here? I
1: call him
3: sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't All wake right. me up if Take I'm sleeping in the back. Take us out, Al. This Thank is you. Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back.
0: <laughs> oh, the weather outside a oh, different kind, different kind of of the year. Dave's Corner Garage with Alan Gilman, Kerry Schmidt from the OPP, Dave Redinger, and we're going to get to one more call before yes, we say goodbye. Yes, we're
1: going to goodbye. be talking to Ben. Uh, Ben's on the phone with his uh Silverado. Ben, sorry for keeping you so long. Please go ahead. Ben, are you there?
4: Good I'm here. Go, go ahead, Ben.
1: What's your question?
4: Okay, I drive my uh, Silverado pickup truck 1500, about 80, 90 kilometers, and the uh, lights come on the dash for traction and stable lock, whatever you call it. Stability and control, And yeah. let it sit for two hours, and they go off
3: again for another 80 or 90 kilometers. Why? Because you've got a bad wheel bearing. Most That's likely... A bad wheel
2: bearing, is it? Well,
3: the, you, unfortunately, you can't buy the sensor separately. It comes as the whole hub assembly. So you've got a bad one. What someone can do, you got to go to a tech that has a a good you know laptop, and what they do is they plug in, and they can bring up on their screen all four wheels, okay? Mm-hmm. Because... How how ABS or traction control works? It's, it's looking at the speeds of all the four different all the four wheels on the car, and if one's going faster or slower, it 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 adjusts or or applies itself. So what's what's happening is now is that one wheel he'll see is not running at the same speed as the other, or he'll see that signal drop off altogether. That will tell him which bearing it is and which uh, which sensor. Already. Okay. Thank you.
5: you uh, I'll take it and get it fixed. There you go. Yeah, thank you.
1: There, you there you go. go. It's amazing how much is controlled by uh, ABS. You got mm-hmm. you got your ABS is controlled, your yaw control, locking differentials.
3: Yes, and the transmission is controlled by it.
1: everything. So. Yeah, yeah.
3: This is why it needs to work. You know, you can't. And 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 in fact, with a lot of these other uh, other controls in the car, uh, because they're dependent on each other, you have to get them fixed. Because, mm-hmm. for example, if you've got a uh, an active um, cruise control system where it's looking in front of the car to see that you're not approaching someone. If you don't fix that, if that sensor fails, it will not let you use the cruise at all. So unfortunately it's going to get expensive.
1: You know what? It's, they're just cars. Yeah, that's what's gone crazy here. It's they now they're computers, but they, <laughs> they they should just be a simple car to take you from A to B.
3: Well, but you know, but people like those options. In fact, when they're shopping for cars, they want to know. You know, do crazy I have Apple stuff. CarPlay? Do I have these different devices? Can I access the internet on my my car?
1: That's on mm-hmm. my fancy. Can I Chevrolet? start my
3: car when I'm in the shower? You know, because it's cold and I want to make sure the car's warm. Well, those mine are used things. to
1: shut off at every stop sign. Every time you yeah, stop, the engine would shut yeah. off. So I figured out if a mechanic is working on your car, the hood's got to be open. Mm-hmm. So the engine won't shut off. So I disconnected the hood switch. Works normally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if, if you're going out of the auto show for the next uh, you know, week and a half, check out the Ford Lincoln area. Yeah. The new Ford Lincolns are unreal. And uh, they're all voice commanded, like you were saying, Al. You mm-hmm. can start your car voice command. Oh, you can it's,
3: tell the motor to start? Yeah. yeah.
0: Get it ready. I'll be there in ten minutes. I love it. <laughs> as opposed to leaving IKEA and saying, "Start the car, start love the car."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, what else you got going on with the OPP at uh, the auto show? No, yeah. Well, we got our uh, we got our vehicles there. We got some new new cruisers. Come check them out. Uh, Ford F one hundred and fifty pickup trucks being delivered right now to the northern parts of the province. We got a Dodge Durango sitting there as well, all uh, shined up. We got a Harley Davidson you can check out. Uh, a couple years ago, we had that Tesla Model X uh, oh, all Laldi- done. Yeah, one, yeah. yeah I that, that was cool. Yeah, it was there for the show. Uh, we've got uh, we've got some posters. Of the, of the Tesla, and we also got the uh, Cybertruck uh, Tesla that we're all uh, done you know, up here as well. So, mean, so We, come
1: like, on. we yeah.
3: like those vehicles when they're all dolled up, but yeah. when they're undercover.
2: Yeah. Well, you know. You know yeah. Then we don't like them so much. Just come on in. I'm telling, <laughs> people are just having so much fun, jumping in the back of these cars, arresting their uh, their dates. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, so there was a lot of Valentine's jokes going on in the back seats of these police cars. So uh, I don't know what was going on, but uh, hey, this is a weekend, lots of people coming down. Come on and visit us. Come say hi, and I hope To join maybe you guys uh, throughout the week sometime. We got Elmer the Safety Elephant. We've got some uh, goggles and demos and all kinds of cool things. You know what
1: the good thing is? In three years, we'll buy those cars at the auction.
2: There you go. Pick them up. (laughs) The police
1: cars? Yeah, Yeah, they're in the auction all the time. Yeah. Alrighty. That's a wrap. That's That's a wrap. wrap. That's a wrap. 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 Thank you for
2: having me. A lot of fun.
1: Al, thank you very much. You're Steve. very welcome. Don't forget. And the two guys behind the uh, the counter. There you go. And I awesome. want to thank my mother for letting me be here. And oh, <laughs> See you Monday
0: oh, so at sweet. the town hall with Al Ooh. and the crew. <laughs> we'll be there. You sure? Yeah. You can buy a nice shirt.
1: righty. Keep the shiny side up, the greasy <laughs> side down. <laughs> no, he's going we'll to get a new shirt after the show. <laughs> get a new shirt, Al. I'll, be, right. out.
2: I'll <laughs> be watching for
1: you guys. <laughs> Take it easy. Together. Just